Hey friends, it's Jana and Ashley. Welcome back to season two of the Geek Girls Universe podcast, your home for the latest entertainment and fandom news. Hey friends, welcome back to the Geek Girls Universe Weekly Bugle. This week, there are some major cameo rumors, Shang-Chi leaks, and some pretty cool Easter eggs. Plus, our favorite female gunslinger has hung up Peacemaker, and we have a lot of feelings about that. Before we get into it, if you're new here or you haven't already, we would love it if you subscribed, left us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening from. It helps our podcast reach other geeks, and the more the geekier, right? We also have a Facebook group, Geek Girls Universe. You can join us there to talk theories, episode breakdowns, honestly, anything geek-related. You don't need to be a girl to join, just a geek. Well, (laughs) let's kind of get into the major cameo rumors. Now, I don't want to get our hopes up. But let's talk about it. <laughs> Hopefully it's better than the whole like Paul Bettany acting with himself. Paul oh, Bettany made cheeky, a cameo. <laughs> it was a che- his cheeky little little self. You know, though, he is cheeky. So I guess we shouldn't have been surprised. Right. Well, I believe it was the showrunner of Falcon and Winter Soldier that said there will be a cameo in episode five. So hopefully, fingers crossed, nobody's pulling a WandaVision on us. I would like to think this is actually a legit cameo, not a Paul Bettany acting with himself, Paul Bettany. But yeah, so we, I mean, we have some theories. We've seen theories on the internet, but I mean, so one theory obviously going around is that um, we might find out who the real power broker is. And thoughts of that include the real Mandarin. And it goes well with a Shang-Chi Easter egg that was found yes, on a Marvel-related website. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If uh, So the details about the cameo are this. So all that we know is that it's a character that is known in the comics but has not been seen in the MCU. Right. So that obviously opens the door to like a bajillion different right. you know, options. Oh, so very easy to narrow down. It's like finding a needle in a haystack, basically. Exactly. <laughs> um, so my what I'm going to settle on is that it's the real power broker who happens to be the real Mandarin because the fake Mandarin was an Iron Man 3, not the real one. <laughs> and that would tie us into Shang-Chi. I know Florence Pugh has been rumored to be in the show as the new Black Widow. But I don't know if that would count because, I mean, technically Black Widow was supposed to come out before this. She's been right. in the trailers. Does that count as an MCU appearance or does it actually have to be the theatrical release first? Ooh, that's a good point. What, but what kind of technicality are we talking about being in the MCU? Oh, huh, that's right. a good point. She's been filmed, but it hasn't been released theatrically. Right. So I just, in. Right. I yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I'd like to see her show up. That'd be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Other theories I've seen is Doom. While I don't think he's as likely as, you know, the Mandarin or the real power broker or even Black Widow, it would be cool. I don't disagree. And I feel <laughs> like at some point we still may get Doom, but it seems early based on the fact that it seems like they're just now kind of really dropping those hints. I mean, it's not impossible. Nothing is impossible. It's also true. <laughs> this. But it seems like. Was it episode three? We had the former Sokovia reference with Dr. Doom. And, you know, we've had a couple, like we had a Namor reference way back in Infinity War. Uh, Endgame. Endgame? Okay. I was like, it was one of those two. That's how long ago it was. I can't remember. You know, and obviously I say reference. It's not like they named him. They just talked about the 
earthquake earthquake and the rumble and you're like oh okay I'm like I think that was a Namor reference but you're like I don't know we could be making stuff up because you know everybody made up Mephisto even though we still think he's here he has not been proven that he's not okay (laughs) it's true no I'm just I mean I'm joking right because like everybody's like oh it's it was him but really y'all made it up and I'm like did we though because I don't think we did they haven't said we did just no we it's true we just (laughs) we just you know we just pointed out the evidence um exactly the overwhelming evidence overwhelming evidence but nobody's (laughs) disproven that evidence yet so yeah Yeah. I just I, I could see doom but I just don't think it's I think it's too soon for that I think, yeah, I think something related to Power Broker and Shang-Chi is much more likely. Yeah. Or my other, like, probably this is likely is Zemo is meeting up with people to form his Thunderbolts. Whether or not those are new characters, which it feels like some of them would have to be, assuming he's getting all the, he's getting the band together. Um, Yes. They definitely, I mean, I think that's happening, right? Oh, for sure. That has to be happening. We just don't know if it's this episode or next episode, but it definitely, I mean, I feel like Batroc is coming back. We're, oh, for sure. He's alive. So. He's, he's alive. Yeah, he did not die. So he's floating around there somewhere, and we've already seen him in the series. So he's not a new character, but he will be back. I mean, so Ross is not a new character because he's obviously been in uh, right. several of the MCU films. Right. But, I mean, there are other Thunderbolt characters that we haven't met yet. So. Right. But, you know, I, I feel like when they say major cameo, that isn't one of the Thunderbolt characters. Right. That's why I feel like it's, I feel strongly that it's the Mandarin. Or it's at least, at the very least, the real power broker, because I'm right. still not convinced it's Sharon, even with her multiple satellites that she's got on call. So, I yeah, do not I still think feel she like she's the power working broker. for or with somebody. Right. That's what I think. I think she's working with someone to take down the power broker. Yeah, I think that's a possibility. Maybe she's working with Shang-Chi to take down the power broker. Anything is possible. Except except the (gasps) fact that she's actually the power broker. Right. Ooh, what if Cebu shows up and we finally get to see Shang Chi? I would be. (laughs) Oh my god! And then if he takes his shirt off, it would be even better. (laughs) I I mean, I don't know how they'd work that into the story. Maybe he gets like thrown in the water and he's got to, you know, dry off or something. Yeah, I don't know, but we could make it work. I mean, honestly, if that happens, I think. Um, Bucky and Sam need to get shirtless too. Like it just has to be a whole thing. Like everybody got wet and they're drying off. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> I mean, they've been shirtless. So we've seen them both, but I mean, I'm yeah. not against seeing it again. But right. realistically, it's probably not even Simu as much as I would love to see him. I doubt probably it. Probably not going to see him until a trailer with Black Widow. Right. But I'm thinking maybe we'll get, if it is the real Mandarin, right? Yes. Then we could possibly get a trailer before Black Widow. That and is get it possible. with Falcon. Or at least get a like post credit kind of scene. So amazing. That would show him for the first time. Like I think it would be a great way to you know, because everybody's been like, dude, let us see. Even Simu, right? He's like tweeting like, well, yeah, I know he's like, where am I? <laughs> Thought it was today. It's not. Sorry, guys. You know, I so. do love the other day he tweeted something about like, can I be an Avenger too? 
I love you so much. <laughs> you are just okay. Crazy. So the only thing I'm thinking, as far as like if it's going to happen or not, is that we were promised a kind of a cliffhanger at the end of episode four, and we got it. Mm-hmm. Meaning that, like, obviously things are going to be changing fairly quickly. Agreed. Because of how Walker reacted. So that wasn't a lie. So maybe this isn't a lie. I'm just going to I'm gonna go with that. Yeah. Ooh, no, that last episode was not a lie. Ooh, we got a cliffhanger all right. Oh, for sure. Nice. And if you're looking for our breakdown of that, we recorded that last week. And that is live on wherever you're listening to us from. Sure so. is. It's also on our website. So you can find it anyway. And then come talk theories with us. But speaking of Shang-Chi... And Madripoor. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't noticed, Marvel, ha- first of all, not only Madripoor, Marvel's got two like ghost websites out there. One of them is rockscart.com. It doesn't do anything except show the logo, but we know that that's a Roxcon corporation that's going to be yeah. featured in Loki. And it's R-O-X-X-C-A-R-T, correct? Correct. Is that how it's spelled? Yes. 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 So. You were right. And There's we'll also- in our show notes. Yes, I will. And then there's exploremadripore.com. Now, you can click around. You can explore the city. It's it's really interesting. What's extra interesting, if you have the time or you don't, so I'll just tell you, <laughs> you know, um, they have some X-Men Easter eggs, which, duh, right? Madripoor is an X-Men location. There's also a Shang-Chi Easter egg, which is why I said I feel like that puts some, like, I don't know, some credit behind the whole Mandarin theory that I've got some evidence, you know? So if you go to book a charter and you play around, you can start entering in container numbers and it'll take you to the container. Now, if you put in the container number that uh, Nagel was found in, so that is container 4261, the container status pops up and the ship name is Shang-Chi. Why why would it be Shang-Chi? Why not, you know, Power Broker 101 or something? Some Yeah, it seems that's a not little, Shang-Chi. Um, coincidental. Well, yeah, there you go. There's that coincidence again. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a fun website. Totally check it out if you have time. There's another uh, reference. Like I said, there's some X-Men references. Another uh, container comes up. Uh, Krakoa, which is a mutant like safe place. So again, interesting, interesting, just interesting. Just like to put it mm-hmm. out there. Very. <laughs> yes. And you found some Shang Chi toy leaks. Yes. From Marvel Legends, which have apparently become more toy leaks than the original toy leaks. <laughs> leaks on leaks on leaks. Yes, multiple leaks. Yeah, because the first one it was just I think it was a leg it was a Lego toy that was Yeah, where we kind of saw the outfit a little mm-hmm. bit. And yeah. then there was another one that was the Marvel Legends toy that had like a closer look at his outfit. And now there's an additional Marvel Legends leak that reveals the first look at the Death Dealer and also Zha Ling. Right. And Shang-Chi and the Mandarin. Oh yes. Yes. So, like, yeah. t- so tons of Tons of toy leaks. So come on, just give us a silly trailer already. <laughs> right. I will link to it. I, I won't post the pictures in case you want to be surprised, but I'll give you some links in our show notes. 
so you can go see the outfits. Like I said, it's not it's no major league. Death Dealer is a bad guy. I mean, if you couldn't tell by the name, Death Dealer. Oh, I thought for sure he was handing out like birth certificates. <laughs> you thought he was a good guy, did you? I did. I really did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and Xiling uh, is Shang Chi's sister, so uh, she apparently has to, according to the toy box, uh, she's kind of like living on her own. And her brother shows up and she has to decide whether she's going to help him or not. There's also a better look at Shang-Chi's outfit as well as the Mandarin's outfit. So maybe for fans that were kind of salty about the way he looked on the Lego box, maybe they'll like it better on an action figure. I don't know. I don't see a problem with it, but, you know, Simu's the one wearing it. So, right. I mean, how bad could it be? People get all up in a bunch. True. I mean, I was salty that Walker's not wearing the black U.S. agent outfit, but I get it. It's because they're trying to pass him off as a fake cap. Yeah, I mean, ugh. Anyway, that guy. But <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna throw up in my mouth every time I hear him. <sighs> you know what doesn't make me throw up in my mouth though? Chris Evans, the real Captain uh, America, who yeah. also <laughs> is in the most amazing movie, Knives Out. If you haven't seen it. You should watch it because they're coming out with a Knives 2. Yes. So excited. They signed a deal with Netflix to do it. For um, two and so three. Two, Yes, two and three. I'm so excited. And now two it, out next year. Like, yeah. so they're they're cranking. They're getting them out. Um, so, so Chris Evans won't be in two. But the first rude. one was really good. <laughs> yeah. Is he going to be in three, though? Do we I know? don't know. Maybe they'll circle back to the Thrombay family. So. He was so funny. I mean, I'm sure two will be fine without him, but I would love to have him back for three. Well, the rumor is I'm randomly. The rumor is, is that Knives Out 2 will be called Murder in the Mediterranean. And so for those who don't know, Knives Out is kind of like a clue meets Agatha Christie type vibe so it's a yeah. murder mystery so knives out Two. apparently this is a rumor going around the internet is that daniel craig will reprise his role as the detective benoit blanc and his twin brother joe bang blanc <laughs> he'll have to like work with him and his brother is an incarcerated explosive expert craig will be playing both roles since they're twins which ought to be <laughs> It just, I mean, it sounds entertaining already. I mean, that laugh, though, you're like. <laughs> I, just, I was like, like I mean, all it's right. Gonna already. It's going to be like, it's going to have that campy, like, clue, fun element that Knives Out had. And it's yes. going to be in the Mediterranean. So it's, you know, going to have that kind of almost like James Bond vibe of like luxury foreign lands like that kind of thing but you know there's just going to be shenanigans because it's twin brothers so oh for real like i can just see like all these things happening in my head and i'm like this is gonna be great (laughs) okay so like legit i just envisioned like the muppets too most wanted like the two (laughs) permits and how like the twins gonna be evil but he's yeah, gonna try to take I'm his sure. place for sure. I mean, I mean, one's incarcerated and one's like this really great, nice detective. Like it's, I mean, it seems, it just seems like that has to be the case, right? Yes. 
I can't, like, I can't wait. This just sounds like it's going to be fantastic. I hope this rumor is actually like how the movie turns out because I think it'll be excellent. I'm already excited for it. Come on, 2022. So much good yep. stuff coming. For sure. And but then... what's not coming is another season of Why Not? Oh, no. Which is sad because I really like the show. Like the whole series was great. I would love to have another season. However, I'm not mad about the way that they ended the series with the last few episodes. The series finale was a really nice season finale, I think. Yes. And it's better than, I think, honestly, a lot of season finales that I've ever seen. Everything was wrapped up in a tidy little bow. And you know that in general... I'm not a tidy little bow wrapper-upper. Like, I kind of like it when things are broken and people don't win and, you know, aren't happy and everybody does their own thing. Like, I love movies that end like that. They're some of my favorites. But that said, a lot of times you know you're getting a sequel, so things are going in a different direction and that doesn't matter as much. With a series, it's kind of like you're never going to see these characters again, so you kind of want to know what happens to them, even if it's not the ending you were expecting or hoping for them. But this was like everybody who's been working to get what they wanted or has had these, you know, issues and hardships and whatever along the way, everything works out without actually even feeling forced. And you're just like, Oh, I'm so happy. I I love I did too. I didn't cry (laughs) until the cast interviews after the episode. Melanie Scarfano started like choking up and I was like oh I'm sad so if you guys haven't seen this yet I'm I'm about to spill some spoilers so just you know heads up but I started crying when Nicole asked um Sheriff Nedley to walk her down the aisle oh that was very sweet it was super sweet and I think it was more like it was like this you know, and obviously, like, my dad is gone. So, like, I think for me, that was, like, the emotional whatever. That, But, like, mm-hmm. she was, like, it would just be, re- you know, it would really help if you'd walk beside me like you have most of my life. And I was just, like, oh, my heart. You know, and she's teared up and he's teared up. And I was, like, oh. <sighs> and the song that they played, like, it's, it's a song called Won't Let Go by Lindsay Ray. And I was, like, oh, the lyrics are perfect. Like, the whole scene was just perfect. And I was, like. Okay, and now I'm, like, not going to stop crying for the whole rest of the episode. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I I was a little emotional with uh, Doc and Winona, obviously, because mm-hmm. they've been through so much. And I just want them to have their happily ever after. That's the Disney girl in me, right? Yes. Just get your happily ever after, please. Um, so I loved how it kind of ended with her on the motorcycle, which is how it kind of began, you know, her yes. rolling in with her bike and yep. like, I loved it. And like, she shot out his tires. Like that's totally something I that would was do. Hilarious. <laughs> He's like, did you do that? Yeah. She's like, yeah. I shot it twice. <laughs> yeah. You shot, you shot Charlene. <laughs> She's yep. like, yes, I did. Well, um, and before she even met up with him, I was, I, I did start laughing again though, before that happened because, or she was sitting on the porch and Waverly came out and, she said something about like, oh, you know, I can't leave the Ghost River Triangle. I can't leave you. Waverly is like, the bleep you can't. And she's like, 
you guys are not going to let her, you know, ruin her life for us again. She's like, so F you and you yep. and you, well, not you, Nicole, and you. Yep. And she's just like. You know it's bad when Waverly starts cursing. Yeah, she was just like, oh, no, this is not happening today or ever. And then she takes her inside to pack her up. And then she was like, how do you have 70 bras in one pair of panties? <laughs> I was like, I can't. Uh, I was yeah. like, oh, that's funny. But yeah, dead. and then, you know, I was like, oh. And then this was when I was kind of like, of course she loves him. Like, she's loved him for eternity, but she just hasn't actually said it because whatever, she's Winona. Yeah. Um, but she's like, Henry and I aren't good together. It gets messy, you know, trying to like justify her way out of like, no, this isn't happening. And Waverly says, but you do love him. And she, you know, and Winona just kind of like, has this pause and she like slumps down and she's like, Oh God, I do. Like, what have I done? What's happening? And, you know, they all rally together to like get her there. And, you know, before he crosses the border out of the, you know, goes over the uh, triangle and uh, it, it gets great. Like you're all just like throwing her stuff in the truck and it's like a million degrees outside. And Nicole goes to put her like leather jacket on or whatever. And yes. she's like, right. Because it's 85 degrees out. And Nicole's like, Fashion first, B. <laughs> I'm dying. I, I love too, like how much like everybody is obsessed with Doc. So they're like, yes. what did Jeremy say? Like, did he get less hot or something like yes. that? <laughs> like, what is wrong was, with you? It's Doc Holiday. Like, it's just all so of them great. are like, dude, like, yes. go. And they Get all can chance. see, like, and they have all along, like, their relationship, right? Like, they ha- has their ups and downs and their whatevers, but, like, it's just them and they work and whatever. But, yeah, so she shoots Charlene and they they meet up and she finally is like, I love you, Doc. And you're like, oh, my God, thank you for finally saying this after, like, uh, four Yes. And I she's know. like, I love your face and your butt and your draw and your heart <laughs> and the way you love my sister and the way you love me. And I was like, oh, it's like this is the weirdest moment in television ever. I know. I love it. It's like, and then they basically ride off into the sunset. I was like, oh, love it. To go so- see their daughter, which made me even happier. Yes. Yes. I was like, oh, my goodness. I was like, this is, I mean, literally like the best ending to a TV show ever. Yes. And then the pan out from the mailbox sign was like. Oh, everyone welcome. Yeah. I loved it. It was like herp and hot and sometimes holiday. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. <sighs> yeah, it was. I was emotional about it. I haven't been that emotional about a show ending since Shit's Creek. Yes. Same. That one definitely like made me. I, although I actually cried watching Shit's Creek because I think mm-hmm. like the nuptials of. David and Patrick just like got me but um to be fair I, I don't think I would have cried at this if it hadn't been the whole like dad-ish scene like I don't oh, think it, yeah. I would have necessarily started crying but that was like a you know touch point for me no I get that totally so. what I found interesting you said that you you like when they tie things up because you know you're not going to see these characters again that just made me think of the fact so Kim's convenience just finished in Canada, I believe. And we don't have it here yet. I think we're getting it next month on Netflix in the US. Yes, I think but so. But that's a show that's not going to get to be tied up nicely because it they were told after, you know, the season was already going when they thought they had two more that oh just just kidding. 
which makes me really upset because mm-hmm. I know for a fact like Appa and Jung aren't going to have their right uh, reconciliation that needs to happen. And like they were tweeting each other on Twitter some really sweet stuff about like their like their characters' relationships, and I was like, this isn't fair i'm not happy like come on i need another station to pick up kim's convenience so i can get my closure yes so i oh i would love somebody to pick that up and i don't really understand i mean you know whatever like i get there's behind the scenes and contracts and blah 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 but like in general it seems like that show does really well and it's very popular i get that because of the whole like contract whatever stuff between Canada and the U.S. We can't get it here. I understand that. But it has such a huge fan base that you would think they'd find a way for us to be able to watch it, even if we were having to pay for it separately, right? Like, I would pay Amazon Prime or whomever my $2.99 an episode to watch the show that I want to watch. So it seems like there should be a way to make that happen and not have to wait for it to come here afterwards to the streaming thing that I'm already paying for because honestly I'd pay for it anyway um right and I'm sure I'm not the only other person are there enough people to make it worthwhile for them to do that I don't know but I would yeah I would hope somebody like a Netflix or a Hulu would pick it up and so give it at least one more season like yeah, give them, them kind of wrap up the story yeah mm-hmm. exactly and it seems like at from what I've read that the reason it's not continuing is because the showrunners don't want to do it anymore but i'm like you couldn't decide this before season four season four is that they're on i think season four films like so you mm-hmm. could get the story done and like wrapped up you know like why are you deciding this mid-season to be like mm, no nah, i'm done right. yeah no i think like, they're on five on. but either okay. way not mid-season and not right. when you were supposed to be contracted for more but like right you would have had an opportunity to wrap it up and at least get some closure for those characters relationships because people want that in a show everybody hates that when a show they enjoy gets canceled a season in or two seasons in and you're like okay well that was a great show but i don't you know i can't tell you about it because i don't know what happens yeah exactly that's what nobody wants to recommend a show that was like oh i loved this but there's only two seasons so right (laughs) and that's not to say that if you haven't watched kim's convenience you shouldn't no, you absolutely show. should. It's hilarious. But just like know that like the resolutions and the stuff you want to see happen yeah. apparently aren't going to happen because they thought they had two more seasons because they were picked up for two more seasons. So right. the writers didn't write this season to end the show. I'm what just frustrated. Do, I'm just frustrated. <laughs> what you should do is watch those four first four seasons and then start banging out tweets about like, yes, save the show and join that campaign once you've seen it and you realize how amazing it is. Yes. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> and Simu's in the show. So if yes. you're like already obsessed with him being Shang-Chi, like go be obsessed with him on Kim's Convenience because exactly. that's where most people knew him from. There's a set photo of Hawkeye, Jeremy Renner, in the Ronin gear, which we've seen him in mm. before in Endgame. I'm thinking we're going to get some flashbacks to his time as Ronan. That seems likely. I'd be fine with that. And honestly, we didn't get a ton of him as Ronan in that. So it would make sense that somewhere along the way, we would get a little bit more context as to what he was doing. 
And like how he became some like martial yeah, art like legend. <laughs> yeah. Other than that he was just angry that his family disappeared in the blip. Because while I understand that's enough for like the impetus to like cross over and be angry and become that other person or that other anti-hero, whatever. It doesn't, doesn't explain like, the training. The, right. It doesn't <laughs> explain the training. It doesn't like there's no context really. And so he's just like Natasha knew what he was up to and followed him and found out and, you know, convinced him to come back. Well, okay. But clearly there was stuff that happened in between there. So. Exactly. So I'm thinking we'll get into some of that, the comic book origin of that, that Mm -hmm. version of Hawkeye, I should say. That would be awesome. Kind of like the flashback of Bucky doing the deprogramming in Wakanda. We knew he was in Wakanda. We knew stuff happened, but we didn't know exactly what. It was nice to see that too. For it sure. was. It really was. Because I mean, like like you said, we knew it happened. We knew it worked. We still don't know exactly what Shuri did um, right. as far as on screen, but it was nice to see that moment when they tried it out mm-hmm. on him to to prove that it had worked. And I and I cried about that because that was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, all the tears yeah. for my Bucky Barnes. Oh, Bucky. Tears at the start, rage at the end. Oh, and I'm guessing coming into this week, it's going to be rage to start and probably rage through the end. I would guess for sure well, rage at the start, but I'm still... Guess, we'll get some laughs like sprinkled in, but like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It just depends on what <laughs> what ends up... Yeah, whatever. What ends up happening at the end because... Mm, I mean, who knows? Maybe something awful will happen and we're going to be. More awful than what happened before? I mean, well, what if something awful happens to one of the characters we actually like? Oh, that better not happen. Or we riot. Or just, uh, I don't know, like something doesn't wrap up neatly. Well, we got two episodes at least. We have five and six. Yes. To wrap it up. Um, I just want Zemo back looking, you know, fly with his Because, <laughs> you know, his drip's on point. It really is. So when he I rolls mean, up to, like, form the Thunderbolts, he's going to be looking, like, super just good. He's going to look good. Well, <laughs> and in my head. Like, hey, I'm- losers. I'm forming a super <laughs> team of villains. Let's go. I want him to roll up in his car like that in his jacket. So Batroc is very well dressed as well, right? So like he's going to show up in his jacket and then Smiling Tiger, he's going to roll up in like crazy jacket. But it would have to be, it would have to be Anthony Mackie playing him though, because when they showed the picture of Smiling Tiger, it was totally Anthony Mackie with like extra like facial hair. (laughs) I mean, but they can't put, I mean, they they can't really put him though. He's going to be hilarious. That I mean, that would be hilarious, but I would laugh. <laughs> oh, I would laugh too, but I'm just saying he's gonna roll up. I I need a hey losers, scene hey losers, with Zemo in his jacket, Patrock in his like leathers, and <laughs> Smiling Tiger in his jacket in his just, convertible with the roof down. I just can't. I can't wait. I just want more Zemo. And by the way, if you're one of the people that is very confused about why you still like Zemo, even though he's a bad guy, it's okay. It's okay to like Zemo. It's not okay to like Walker. Right. I'm just going to put that out there. Very different. 
Zemo is like an anti-hero at this point. Not exactly a villain. Like, sure, he does bad things, but he's got a mission and he kind of sticks to it and he doesn't deviate and he doesn't do things unnecessarily. Like, you know. John Walker's just a psychopath. There you go. There's the difference. So it's totally (laughs) fine to like Zemo and be impressed with his drip and his dance skills and want his jacket and his cars. It's totally fine. You can do that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's not the same. (laughs) Not even close. Well, thank you for tuning into this episode of the Geek Girls Universe podcast. Join us next week as we share all the breaking and exciting fandom news. As always, if you have anything you want to share with us, tag us on Twitter at Whiskey and Sunshine and that Ashley Aaron. Until next time, geeks. Bye. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for more geeky goodness.